When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back in the boardroom for another edition of Tripe Supper, and we're looking ahead to the uh, the Christmas period, and obviously looking back on the years where Borough have suffered a bit of a Christmas lull. Will that happen this year, Vic, Phil, or, or are we beyond that now? I, I don't think I talk around it does typical Borough. Uh, I know, obviously, the fans, uh, it's deep in our DNA. You know, we're, we're sceptical, we're cynical, we expect for the wheels to fall off at any given moment, but... I don't think Ito Karanka would let any of those things cloud his judgment or seep into the dressing room. I think when, in, in previous times, when you've had a lot of local players in the dressing room, they're aware of that. It's always there in the background. And they will have fans saying to them, you know, oh, watch out for the Christmas slump. We always come down with the decorations. I don't think Ito Karanka will tolerate any, anything like that. So hopefully... Uh, we put that behind us. I mean, last Christmas, for instance, was it was a fantastic run. Mm. I think we went five unbeaten. Won at Blackpool, even. Yeah. Didn't we? Won at Blackpool, but, you know, beat Blackburn on Boxing Day. Uh, unbeaten in January. I think I, I, I remember doing a, a, a column on it. I did a did some number crunching, and it was the the most productive ever January, and that included promotion seasons in the past where there have been wobbles. So I'm looking forward to. I mean, I, I love the Christmas period. I, I mean, there's nothing better than seeing. Fat drunk blokes in uh, Christmas Christmas jumpers and uh, deeply boppers and wearing your Santa hat and everyone in IO it is, it is fantastic. I think that's an ins- you're looking inside the, uh, the press box. <laughs> that's, there, just the press box. that's just the press yeah. box. And, and they- obviously, it's the biggest crowd yeah. as well. And, and I, I really hope that the biggest crowd of the season turns up at the Riverside and sees an absolutely fantastic display. Yeah. And that sets up the second half of the season. Because although, I mean, I've never bought into this nonsense of a Christmas break, it kind of, it's traditionally English football, isn't it, to have that, that Christmas period, even if Borough have struggled there over the years? Yeah, I mean, personally speaking, I think if we're going to... If, if, I, I would like possibly like to see a, a, a winter break for the Premier League clubs, perhaps. Um, if, but if that was going to be the case in January, back end of January, early February... But this, this time of the year really is sacrosanct, isn't it, in the English calendar? I think... As Vic says, the actual the games themselves, yeah, that that had real colour to an you know otherwise you know if you imagine if there wasn't a football match to look forward to on Boxing Day or, or the twenty eighth of December, it, to just, the fans love it. They turn out the numbers. I'm pretty pleased to say there's no January the first game. I think they're pretty much a damp squib to be honest. Yeah. I think if most of the fans have had a pretty heavy night <laughs> on the on on New Year's Eve, and most of New Year's Day games I've been to over recent years. In fact, thinking way back, have been really drab, poor, after-the-Lords-Mayor-Show kind of games. I mean, I think in terms of the actual post-Christmas slump that we're talking about, the critical difference has got to be the fact that the squad's so strong now. Um, there's no doubt about it. When we saw the two seasons where Tony Mowbray's team was top or near top over Christmas, um, the slump happened almost immediately after Christmas, didn't it? It's straight into New Year. We saw the Blackpool defeat on, I think it was the 2nd of January, two years ago, and Borough 
uh, sorry, three years, but never bounced back from that. There was that derby showing as well, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah, there, there was. That can be pinpointed to the moment Nick Bailey <coughs> yeah, exactly. got injured because yeah. at that point he'd been the, the yeah. human shield in front yeah. of the, the, the back four, and he was fantastic. And I think the thing is now we've got covering every position, and you know, Aitor makes changes even when you think you don't expect him to do so. So that is for me the massive difference in terms of assessing, assessing how Borough will cope with post Christmas. Um, you know, you lose one or two players here and there. Suddenly, Borough have people who can come in and do a good, if not better, job. We've seen Ryan Fredericks came out and Suez covering, doing a reasonable job. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen you know other players come and go within the team. Um, and you think, oh well, is this going to be the test? And every time so far, the teams come through it. So I'm not I'm genuinely not particularly worried about January this year. Um, as as Vic says, I talk Karanka doesn't do typical Borough. He'll just think, what's the next match? And that's, that's been his philosophy from day one. So he'll take, he'll take the cup match in isolation. He'll put that to bed when it's finished with him and he'll move on to the next game. And you know, as we saw with Derby, um, there are no games that he's particularly frightened of either. He, he's finding a way to get through difficult matches. So um, with a good squad and with a manager who seems to be you know, prepared just to take every match on its merits, I don't see it being a problem. And looking ahead, Ipswich, Forest, Blackburn, if you, know, if you were to come out there with a, with a decent points return, you would think the confidence within the camp already you know, incredibly high would be, it'd be yeah. so but good going into I, that game. I, I think it? it says a lot about the, the team, the way that uh, every week they're set the biggest test yet and they, they pass it without even blinking. Uh, six weeks ago we were being told our oh, borough in a false position they haven't really played anyone yet and since then we've gone through the entire top eight I think and not been beaten uh, and won some big ones and of course you can say oh we dropped a few points in the draws and that but at the end of the day if you're not losing to your rivals they're not gaining on you either uh, this next set of, uh, of fixtures is another tough test but I mean I, I think that this team have shown that they have the mental strength uh, as well as the tactical nous and the energy, the sheer energy in the team to go through those tests. Everyone else is playing a lot of games in a short spell of time as well. I, I think it's a bigger test of some other clubs, the likes of Bournemouth maybe and Brentford who've got smaller squads. Mm. It's a far bigger test of, of them. So I think strategically these kind of flurries of games maybe even play into Borough's hands as long as they don't lose. I think there will be a couple of teams that drop away badly over Christmas. We hear managers, kind of McLaren said after the game that he hasn't looked at the league table, he's not interested in the league table. When, when do managers start paying interest in? Because it was last year around January time when, when Leicester started to kick away a little, wasn't it? The first it? game of the season. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. 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 Managers, managers can say all the like, I don't look at the table. Yeah. And yeah. It's, you know, we don't even think about the table till March. I mean, that's, yeah. that, that is something they say to take the heat off themselves, clearly. Yeah. The reality is that managers, and people like Aitor Karanka in particular, have... They, they have every detail analysed and compared and contrasted. And he'll be looking at the table just like the rest of us and thinking, how did Bournemouth get on on Saturday? How did Derby get on on Saturday? How all the teams around if, Borough got on? If you wonder what Carlos Cachada's looking at on his iPad, it's definitely... It's the live But it's now, isn't it, when the league does start to take shape a little yeah, I mean, We saw Wolves, Wolves yeah. drop away, didn't we? And well, the key thing is we, we'll, we'll go halfway through the season over Christmas for um, 23 games. Um, 46 game season it's not, it's, not, it's not rocket science is it um, and Borough really since the first international break have been 
the form team or one of the form teams right through a very long period. You know, we're talking now 16, 17, 18 games by the time we get to Christmas and the New Year. So that, that is a big sample time. So we're not talking about Borough who've had a good run over four matches and then, you know, and then they're, they're not proving up to it. They've played virtually a third of the season uh, and been up in the top two or three. So, you know, the, the signs are there, you know, if the analysts and the, the statisticians and the people who are interested in that kind of thing will look at it and think, there's a trend there. I think the remarkable thing is a team like Bournemouth, who, who you know, they haven't got the squad that Borough have got. They've spent a bit of money, of course they have, um, and they've got some talented players, but it almost makes you think, well, if <laughs> we should be ten points clear if Bournemouth are doing that well. But football's not simple like that. And let's see where Bournemouth... I mean, I like it's, it's a great story how Bournemouth mm. have done and a fantastic manager, Eddie Howe. And we saw how effective they were when they came to Riverside. So I, I wish them nothing but well. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see how they get on over the second half of the season if they lose two or three key players. I think that's where, for me, Borough, hopefully, are better placed than most of the other teams. If they lose two or three key players, they can cope. We've seen how close it is at the top. I mean, there's two points covering the, the top five teams or whatever. Uh, this group, this group of, of four matches now, I think we'll see that the gap will open. The gap will open behind those those five or six teams that that have promotion hopes, and suddenly you'll be looking back to seventh place, and it'll be it will be a nine point gap, and that's when it starts to group, and that's when it gets really cutthroat, and that's when Borough's ability not to lose games really comes into it, yeah. because if you're not losing games, you know even if you have a bad day and you get a draw somewhere, you still hold your place yeah. in that. That, and the other team aren't getting the points on it. I mean, everyone's got to play each other as well. I mean, people will lose points. And if you can keep on going through a, a run like that and you, with the confidence, team going into, the, into every game confident that they're not going to lose. And if Borough can get through this run unbeaten, you start to look and say, well, you know, they've lost one, one game in 20. I mean, that's the kind of Jack Charlton stats. And I mean, Borough, oh, sorry. sorry Vic. I mean, it's, it's the building blocks of. of a promotion surge in the second half, uh, but just coming to Boxing Day, I'm, I think it's, I'm just glad that we're at home because, firstly, I, I really want a massive crowd to see how good this team is, and secondly, uh, we've had some absolute bummers over the years on Boxing Day. We went to Ipswich one year; that wasn't very nice. Uh, we went through a spell in the nineties, didn't we? When it, it was Everton, Everton away every Boxing Day, so it's nice to have a home. And I think it's a good reward for the fans. And it's a good fixture as well, isn't it? Nottingham Forest at home. They'll, they'll bring, I think it's sold about 900 tickets so far. I'd expect that to be boosting. So I've seen that the chairman's putting 10 free coaches on for fans as a reward. So if they bring a, a decent following as well, it had all, has all the makings, doesn't it? It's been a really good fixture with a good atmosphere. Yeah, a team that most people were tipping at the start of the season is one of the genuine promotion favourites. Um, they dipped off, obviously. Um, Quite dramatically, really, some of the results. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. It's a it's a great it's a great Boxing Day fixture. Borough v Forest. There's plenty of backstory to it. You know, Forest fan Patrick Bamford, for example, Stuart Pearce bringing his team here, um, former England legend. Um, and as Vic says, it's a game where you know all the expats are back in town. Um, you go down there hoping that the, the team really make a statement of intent. I think the good thing was that. It, there's been a couple of games that have been on the television this season where Burr have really impressed. I think of the Liverpool Cup tie, the fans who weren't able to get there on the night. I know we got a really big reaction in the town, you know, in, in terms of people contacting the paper and mm. talking about the game. And and of course Saturday's game against Derby was another 
a real statement of intent. I think it's hard to think of a Borough performance that's been more emphatic. I know the scoreline was 2-0, but um, to me it was even more emphatic than the 4-0 victory over Norwich or um, Brentford um, earlier in the season. So they've, they've started delivering when people have expected them to deliver. And we've seen in the past, haven't we, you know, that times in Borough fail to come up trumps when, when the pressure's yeah. been on, but... So far, so good this season. Um, if they can get a good result against Forest, that also will help. I think there's a slow trend towards increasing the gates at the Riverside. It's, it's taking time, but I think you know. I think if Borough continue this level of form into January and on into February, I'd be very surprised if the regular attendance isn't touching or above twenty thousand. Plus, of course, Santa's going to deliver all those half-season tickets, <laughs> yeah. starting with the Forest game, and uh, I think that will definitely be marked. That, that's another thing the, the t- with the typical Borough thing that you said Karank is kind of not interested in the whole TV thing I mean, we, we were always rubbish when we were on the box weren't we 10 years ago and what have you and especially I think what the team take heart from looking forward is you know nearly halfway through the season there's no teams to be feared is there? there's no teams that are better than, than Borough who's the best you've seen so far well, that, was, that was the, the point wasn't it about Saturday when Derby came to the Riverside much vaunted team mm-hmm. um, Deservedly so, really, because they, you know, they, they finished last season so strongly. Really unlucky not to go up through the playoff final. Um, just didn't take the chances and got caught out by a late sucker punch. And then this season, they've been one of the form sides. And, and, and as you do, you think, well, is this the team that's going to expose Borough? And of course, it was the opposite, complete opposite. You know, man for man, Borough just outthought them, outplayed them, were more skillful, were more, they were just making every tackle first. And you know, in terms of you, your question was who you know which teams do you, do you look at and you fear? Well, I haven't seen anybody that I think is streets ahead. Yeah, um, I, I mean, if people will be talking about Middlesbrough now as the team. You know, the outsiders yeah. will be looking at Middlesbrough now and saying that's the team. If the, anyone's the going to run away with it, they will possibly run away with it. The only team that matched Borough tactically was Bournemouth. That yeah. was a difficult game. They set out in a way that. It was very hard for Borough to break down, and Bournemouth will have gone away thinking, "Well, we could have won that." Uh, that was the closest to what you know what, what we regard as the the tactical chess match, uh, and that you know that was a, a draw in every sense of the word. When it comes to Steve McLaren, who we think is the shrewd master tactician, Karanka just completely outthought him, uh, and that has been the case. Most weeks now, isn't it? You know, even where Borough haven't maybe put their chances away, you've seen the tactical plan being being played out, being implemented exactly by the players as as asked for by the manager, and that's got to be a big plus because it's not just a case of that we've got better players and they're they're edging out the opposition. Everything about the structure and the framework of the team and the training they do, on, you know, during the week, is being implemented on the pitch. And uh, you know, for for that one reason, we are happy. Mm. I mean, that, that that's the thing. The only game, the only game I can think of where I actually sat there, I think a little bit shaking my head, thinking, "What's the manager doing here?" Was Sheffield Wednesday before the transfer yeah. window closed? Um, Sheffield Wednesday's game plan worked to a T, and Borough didn't didn't get to grips with it soon enough, in my view. But that you're going back to August for that, mm. and that was Aitor still in building program, you know, in pro, uh, program program programming the team to to get the way he wanted to be and he had all of his players in so that was a bit of a blip and Wolves away was a little bit of a blip too but Borough created chances that night nobody's nobody's made Borough look you know ridiculous but it wasn't they weren't tactically exposed at Wolves the team no no. Wolves played did a very effective 
you know, ram raid on them, and it was mm. a very direct. And mm. in fact, it wasn't a tactical innovation. Just Borough had a bad night. Had a bad night. Yeah. 